Yeah. Hey, kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. And that means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, yeah, please, you know, contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jiggity Jock Doc Podcast featuring Diggity Dr. Liggity London Smiggity Smith. Isn't this nifty? We made it to 50. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system and Memorial Day. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Yes. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron. Hey, can I get a two hot dogs? One bacon fried chicken patty, uh, one of three Coke Zeros, oh, sorry, three Coke Zoros, uh, those are the ones that have Catherine Zeta-Jones from Zorro on the bottle. Give yes. me two veggie burgers, a uh, bag of flour, three shrimp po'boy fajitas, uh, give me an onion ring, I'm sorry. and a fidget spinner, give me a baby bok choy and jelly stir fry. I'm sorry, camera. Uh, yes. Go ahead and add four more hot dogs to What's up? So we're recording the podcast right now. Yeah, can you hold on a second? Uh, give me four more hot dogs. Give me an egg. Um, give me a couple bags of uh, Marble Menthol Smooth Wait, 100. Just an egg? Uh, give me Jay-Z's The Blueprint. Um, I want some apple sausage with apple apple. Uh, chicken for Alfredo Panini. Uh, Big Mac with extra juice. And why don't you throw in another six hot dogs? Yeah. So it, so, and a peanut butter pickle protein powder, um, and give me some fishy stickies, and give me a brunch burrito, and that'll be, you know what, throw in another hot dog, that'll be all. Okay, well that. Sorry, Dr. London, go ahead. I'm trying to multitask here. Cameron, he's our producer, and he's so dedicated to making sure that our podcast stays relevant, that when he heard it was Memorial Day, he began to panic, because there were some things that he could not remember, but it sounds Cameron, like you remembered a lot of these specific, very specific things. Well, I remember what I want for sure. Because that's not, you don't have to remember what you want. That's a gut thing. So you wanted a bag of flour. Yeah, I just go up to the drive-thru with no plan. And then I just sort of, you know, let my voice do the talking. So you're you're calling in from a drive-thru right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Most of this episode will be recorded in a drive-thru because I know I'm going to have to go through like three or four times because they're not going to get everything right. And do you think that all of those things you asked for will all be it? Well, which drive-thru is it? Oh, it's the drive-thru. And whether or not, I mean, it just depends. Again, I'm, I'm kind of going from my gut. I don't think you understand that because you're sort of a nerd and you're in your books and you're saying, oh, uh... Uh, oh, what are, what are all these things that I've memorized and stuff? You don't know what it's like to just kind of like, just just go for something. You know what I mean? I 
I, I guess I don't necessarily, like, usually I'll go to a given store that is known to sell a given product. It sounds like you just expect a drive through uh, restaurant. That's what babies do, you know? You know that's what babies do. Yes. They say, oh, I want to, they say, oh, I want a Whopper. I'm going to go to Burger King. You know what an actual man does? You declare what you want and you make it happen. Okay. Yes. Well, in any case, um, to clarify... That's what Elon Musk says. Elon Musk said, I need to make electric cars, or otherwise my employees are going to be so mad that they're not making cars right now. Yes. And so he defied California law. Yes. Oh, because he wasn't allowed to... All of this while he has a baby at home that he's clearly not thinking about? Yes. That's a man. You're doing baby stuff. Okay, so to clarify for listeners, uh, Memorial Day is actually um, a federal holiday in the United States for honoring and mourning the military personnel that have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. Yeah, I think, though, thanks for explaining to our audience what Memorial Day was. I, I imagine that was very confusing for them to hear those words. Because again, not everyone remembers anything. They hear the words Memorial Day and they're going, huh? What? Huh? Yeah, I just like to make sure. Especially given how the percentage of our audience that is now Alzheimer's patients, which has gone through the roof. And that's what our data shows, The uh, that our listener base is, has been made into patients with dementia? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it just shows that our targeted ads have really been working. Okay, for, for that. Okay, okay. I thought you were saying for a second that we were pushing people into dementia that's that's what had scared me for a moment oh no 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 we're marketing almost exclusively like a hundred percent of our budget is going towards uh the uh medically forgetful. okay yeah like the ones who are uh incapable of making their own sound decisions essentially what we do is we um kind of just print off greeting cards and that say like you know from uh, your loving grandson or, you know, from your sister or all these different things or, you know, from your husband. Doesn't matter if these people exist. Doesn't matter if they're alive or dead or whatever. And then we just put those cards on their bed and we put the URL on the back of the card, right? So they start listening to the podcast and the bonus is they forget that they looked at it or listened to the podcast. So they just repeat the process over and over again. I mean, we're we're getting the best numbers we've ever had. I this sounds a lot like taking advantage of someone's disability, which I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, but in any case, dear Grandmama, I've been enjoying a podcast lately. Ooh, it makes me giggle. I hope you would check it out to hopefully bring some light to your life too. Bye bye. Love. Your father. Okay. Also with us is Did You Do in the House? This the JDP Podcast of the Year. DJ Dylan, just say the name I appear. Dropping flames every single month, day out the year. If you want it, you can get it. Like Cameron's buddy Beard Dr. L knows every illness From the mild to severe Yes But he don't take no L's He gets wild up in here Yes I I pooped in my uh, trousers The new Doogie Howser 
He just pooped his trousers like wowzers. Type LondonSmith.com into your web browsers. It can't be. They got Casey Anthony's support. She took a chance on the podcast, which at first glance may seem a bit weird. On the road to kill every episode we on. If you ain't riding with us, you get roasted, Sheila Dawn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I certainly do. This is one podcast you're gonna be stuck with. This is one DJ you don't wanna f*** with. Well, and later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest. So look forward to that. That's right, Dr. London. Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this etched into a concrete slab that I found smashed into my car's windshield. Uh, The etching reads, quote, My neighbor adopted a pit bull last month. I called the police eight times and they won't do anything about it. This is unsafe. End quote. Uh, So first of all, to this listener, thank you so much for reaching out uh, to us here at the Jock Talk podcast. Um, To answer your question, I'm not sure that owning a pit bull is actually a crime unless maybe there's a specific law in your particular area or housing location. Could be a crime of passion. That they have a pit bull? If they're really passionate about it, why not? So... When they call it a crime of passion, I think they they more mean that it's uh, not in reference to a like a premeditated, you know, crime. It's one of passion. It's a spur of the moment, spontaneous, improvised. That like a, kind of a thing. A spontaneous dog adoption. Okay, I I just don't see that as a crime so much. But uh, I also want to clarify because there could be some confusion. Um, this listener, if you're referring to the pop artist Pitbull, I don't think that that would necessarily change the legality of the situation for you either. Nope. Who are you talking about? Uh, the, the musical artist Pitbull. Who, I, are you talking about... Oh, you're talking about Mr. Worldwide. Yes. Yeah, if you could maybe be a little more respectful. Mr. Pitbull Worldwide. Right. Uh, yeah, so I was just referring to him as sort of his arse. But yeah. But regardless, uh, clearly what this listener is getting at is, can I take my my neighbor's dogs to Dr. London and he'll euthanize them? And the answer is obviously yes. Dr. London will euthanize anything that you tell him to euthanize. I, that is a promise. That's why it's on the billboard. I'm sorry, this is on a billboard? Uh, yeah. Because I, I, I should clarify now that I don't euthanize that's not a policy that i have i don't do that that's that's a veterinarian's job uh, no i mean it's on billboard like it, it's only up to number 50 now we're talking about the song that i made oh. um called i will euthanize anything you bring to me by dr london and right now we're hovering around 50 we have not broken into the top 40 yet um, but it has gone gold and it started sort of a tiktok trend well i uh, that that's still that's like good in terms of publicity but it's pretty bad in terms of the message it's great in terms of publicity yes well it helps that so much of our audience are alzheimer's patients because again they forget that they've listened to the song so they just listen to it over and over and over again we have this built-in fan base it's amazing we're doing huge things dr London. you should be proud yeah i don't uh, this it just feels ethically and morally pretty questionable at best look 
If your neighbor's got a pit bull, if your if your dad has a husky, if your daughter's got a golden retriever that just yaps and yaps, take him to Doctor London. We'll take care of it. Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, to that listener, thank you for listening. And now for today's medical topic, restrictive cardiomyopathy. Restrictive cardiomyopathy is a form of diastolic heart failure that occurs because of an infiltration of the myocardium. In other words, some substance permeates into the muscles of the walls of the heart, and this prevents the heart from properly expanding to fill with blood. Because as you know, you know, the heart's always expanding, filling up with blood, and then squeezing to push that blood out. So this is a problem with that expansion process to fill up with blood. This can occur due to a variety of conditions, including amyloidosis, sarcoidosis, hemochromatosis, scleroderma, carcinoid syndrome, uh, chemotherapy. Hearing the Who's down in Whoville singing their Christmas joy, uh, right? That can cause it to grow three three sizes that day? Yes. Okay, no, that's... So that's... This, this is uh, actually restrictive cardiomyopathy, so it... It keeps it from expanding. That's the issue here. Oh, so this is what happens when you can't hear the Who's down in Whoville singing their songs. If you God, that's so sad. When I think about the people, we're so lucky here in America, you know what I mean? That we're able to just stand on the edge of our cliff and kind of put a little coney thing to our ear and then hear the songs of the Whovilles down in Whoville. Can you imagine the people who live in these impoverished countries who can't even hear Whoville songs? Aww. Yeah, I I feel like... And how small their hearts must be. I feel like that's not really a, a pressing issue for most of us, at least not at this time of year. Because do remember... Yeah, I guess for, I guess for people who are really self-involved and only think about themselves, it's probably not a pressing issue. But... That's fine. Go ahead with your lesson, but that only applies to important people. Because okay, it's not even, we're like as almost as far away from Christmas as we can be in a given year. So we wouldn't hear that. Sir, Dr. London, can I have some medicine, please? I'm just a just a poor little boy from someplace that you don't approve of. No, you can't. I'm Dr. London. You're too poor. Where's your insurance? Okay, so right. so with restrictive cardiomyopathy, uh, it could also be due to an unknown cause, which would be referred to as idiopathic. Uh, clinically, the elevated filling pressures of the heart cause dyspnea or difficulty breathing. I've got an idiopathic sitting, sitting right in front of me. I'll say that. Okay, and uh, signs of right heart failure are present as well. So patients may have elevated jugular venous pressure and distended neck veins. Uh, Diagnosis is with echocardiogram, which will show a thickened myocardium and increased right and left atrium sizes. Treatment is to treat the underlying disorder. So you treat your, say, amyloidosis, sarcoidosis, or hemochromatosis, whatever. You would treat that directly. Uh, You may also use... Uh, maybe beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and gentle diuresis for congestive heart failure symptoms. Um, And then transplant is also a treatment option. Let me ask you, little poor boy who just needs medicine from me, Dr. London. 
When was the last time you heard the Who's down in Whoville singing their Christmas songs? Uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, but n- 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 never. People in my part of the world don't ever hear those things. We're not as lucky as you Americans. Then get out! Get out of my office! Okay, so um, next up, usually I will share a clinical anecdote from, you know, life in the hospital, life in the clinic, but today uh, Cameron actually wanted to share some of his tips for, you know, quarantine and how to adapt to, you know, this this life of the, the world being kind of crazy right now with a global pandemic. Um, Cameron had some tips that he wanted to share. Cameron's coronavirus tips. Cameron's coronavirus tips. Cameron's coronavirus tips. You know, Dr. London, a lot of things have changed lately, especially a lot of changes to our stores and the places we go. And one of the things that's just been really, really peeving me off, making me mad, making me fuming, are these places that are requiring me to wear stuff that I don't want to wear. Okay, like, yeah, a lot of people have problems with wearing a mask when they go into a place, which, you know, in my opinion, putting Uh, on a mask isn't that hard. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's not really the issue I'm running into. I wear a mask most of the time when I go out anyway, because you never know, like, if if you need to take advantage of a situation or need to get out of a situation. Well, yeah, and you usually are wearing... Because you'll switch them out, though, right? You have a luchador mask. You'll have a Batman mask. Yeah. And, of course, I, I, I do want to specify, most of these we say, like, Batman mask or whatever. I mean, it, they're paper plates that I've sort of cut holes mm-hmm. into for eyes and the mouth. Then I've, like, you know, put the bats, bat symbol on there and, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, cause sort of my own, my own spin and original designs on... Because mm-hmm. you are trying to make a masks. business out of it. Okay, so... Yeah. So you don't have a problem with that aspect. No, the mask is totally fine. I'm talking about these places, these snooty, hoity-toity liberal places that are trying to force me out of their store because they have a sign up that says, a no shirt, no shoes, no service. Uh, excuse moi Okay. So so that's that's a pretty standard thing for a lot of businesses to require, you know, clothing to be worn what's what is the big deal why can't i live as a free american and go into the cvs without my shoes or my shirt on how is any of this gonna heal if it's if i'm just suffocating it with clothes all the time i I mean just kind of like everything that's going on there's a lot of splotches there's a lot of like openings there's a lot of like pus situations there's a lot of fungus going on and i gotta say i think the root of these problems is the fact that I'm suffocating them by wearing these clothes. I'm only getting sicker with these clothes on. I want to add no okay, pants so you, to you, it. Yes. That is a thing that's been really pissing me off. That The CVS that I'm talking about, it says, no shirt, no shoes, no service. I go in with no pants. You know what? They get mad about that too. Not even on the sign. It's not even a rule. Wow. Oh, okay. And CVS, is this... Because I can't help but remember that we have had a guest who... He works at a Walgreens or a CVS or something like that. And it is I, really f- funny that you mention whatever you were about to mention, Dr. London, because I have brought on a guest to back up my points. Shane, 
What up, dog? Hey guys, how, how's it going? How's everybody doing? Hey, we're we're all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Is this the? Uh, oh, okay. This is Shane Flag. Who he's your he's your audio engineering intern. Is that right? Well, that it's it's yeah. We we do that occasionally. We'll we'll do that. But since the um since the quarantine has been going on, I haven't really been you know added as much. But I do appreciate everything Cameron's done for me. So learned a lot yeah i mean yeah because i will say since the quarantine his role has pivoted more towards uh less of an audio intern and more of an audio admiral all right i i, I chose that title technically <laughs> he let me pick my title so i went with admiral just because i think it's admirable okay and mo- a lot of I... the stuff that i'm making shane do is aquatic based so i think it's sort of fit with sort of like a navy theme right right well, I mean, it makes sense, you know. I mean, sound waves uh, travel in in air, much like, um, well, the ripples of you know that you see on water. That you know, it's, sound waves work very similarly similarly to wow. those kinds of waves. And actually, they've they've had me in. Um, one other reason I haven't been around as much in quarantine is they've had me just working like a dog over at Walgreens, like y'all were mentioning earlier. So. It's it's been a madhouse over there. Cameron was talking about CVS. It's the same thing. Yes, Shane works at Walgreens. Shane works at a place that actually accepts me for who I am. Yeah, we we used to we used to have a, a no shirt no shoes type sign, but um, one of the homeless guys outside he took it and he flips it around and he writes his own stuff on it. So we just haven't bought a new one yet. Oh, that's pretty funny. What did you? What was the most recent oh. thing you wrote on it? Um, house burnt down. Um, whole family dead. You know, something lame like that. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But see, that's the reason sad. it's just so frustrating that when I try the CVS is the closest to my house, so that's where I'm trying to frequently go. Yeah, They're well, not you could me in. you could just go another twenty feet and you would be at the Walgreens most likely. Oh, well, I mean, absolutely. They are next to each other for sure. But I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to support local. Yeah, Everyone talks about supporting local. And I've got to say one is 20 feet more local than the other. That's just how that's just how it is. I didn't choose it. That's true. Everybody's got their corner. I I get it. Everybody's got their own corner. Yeah. But Shane has been out there with me standing outside this. Well, when he's off his shift, standing outside of this CVS protesting it with our chants and with our songs and we're getting a huge audience right now because we are upset we are we are standing up for our rights and we are demanding the freedom to not be forced to wear things that we don't want to wear and plus my manager makes me do it because it drives a lot of business to walgreens but at the same time i also believe i i'm starting to believe in it for sure because i'm i'm seeing that the most free people in the USA are the homeless people, like the guy who stole the sign. He Absolutely. doesn't wear any, he doesn't wear any shoes. I I like to think that the reason he stole that sign was not because his house burnt down and his family died and that he needs money, but as a protest because he understands what freedom really is, and that's to dress how you want to dress. And this is the kind of crazy shit that I've been learning from Shane that has completely changed my worldview, Dr. London. I've grown so much as a person. 
ever since we've started protesting the CVS. I okay. I guess I have I have a couple of questions. One, so when this uh, homeless individual when they you know tampered with your sign, Shane, did you ever think to just inform him of the policy because? Just changing a sign doesn't change, you know, the policy. Well, if you if if there's no stop sign, are you going to stop? Is a cop going to pull you over if there's no stop sign? Yes. That's what that's all I'm saying right there. And and that's how that's how it works at Walgreens. I've been at Walgreens for a long time, and if there's no sign, then the rule does not apply to the store until you buy a new sign, but our manager hasn't gotten around to it. Well, the homeless guy has stolen the sign several times, so. Okay. And see, Shane okay, well, Shane has an answer like that for everything you're going to throw at him, Dr. Lund. Well, it's just experience. That's all That's all it boils down to. Just life experience, you know, getting down and dirty with real people. And why, like, why are we putting so much trust into these people who have no experience with what they're talking about? They haven't had this disease. They've never even gone shoeless or shirtless into a restaurant or to work or to a funeral or wherever. And yet they're making all these rules about it. How about trust the people who live this life day in and day out, which is me. I wake up in the morning and I put on a shirt and I say, not today. And then I rip it Superman style. Then I throw it away, and then I go to the CVS, and I start harassing every single person that goes in there who's wearing a shirt and shoes. Well, the only way that you can wake judgmental people up is to harass them. That's what I've found over time, too. Um, yep. I, I'll even admit, I used to be more judgmental um, until I was just harassed nearly to death. And it woke me up. Oh, Nearly did, really, was this like a particular incident? Well, um, I hadn't been vaccinated at the time, and I, I don't think these two events are related, but um, the homeless guy, well, this was a different homeless guy, but he um, he was just harassing me. He was crazy, and I went up to him, and he, he stabbed me with a thumbtack, and I ended up getting um, hepatitis, but... Okay. I, I don't think that has anything to do with my non-vaccination issue. No. And if the if it if it was connected, a doctor would be able to prove it. Yeah, and and I honestly, they say it was hepatitis. I don't think it's hepatitis. That's just my Nope. I mean, like I said, I learn a lot through experience, and that has included a lot of I I don't want to say that I'm a prophet because it's all science-based, all experience-based, but I I do tend to uh, just kind of have a feel for diagnosis. Okay, and so... Dr. Lennon is going to get so a- mad about this because he, he he's more about, oh, book smarts. Oh, let me open up my book, uh, chapter four. And, and uh, you know what? In, in all honesty, there is a place for that, but it's called school. Yes. Yeah, it's called hell. Yes. Okay. I'm not sure about your diagnosis of hepatitis. I... You know, it's hard without examining you and seeing your labs and everything. Cameron, you had brought up how you had all these sores and openings around your body, and you think it's because you've been forced to wear clothes, whereas it sounds like maybe you've been scraped up by, you know, wherever you're going um, without wearing clothes. I want to I clarify something here. The rashes, the sores, the holes, the... Um... 
kind of voids that are surrounding my my body they weren't caused by shirts and shoes they're just unable to heal because i'm suffocating them we know what they were caused by cell towers oh um yeah i don't i don't know if i would give really much credit to those kinds of i've heard a few theories about these Whatever, 5G towers Shane that... has been opening up my third eye so much, Dr. London. He's been keeps talking about these cell towers. And, and, and that's a metaphorical third eye, but I'm, you know, in the near future, I could see that being a very physical third eye for some people. Um, you know, with the, the amount of radiation that these towers give off. You know, we, we're just now getting started here you know we're, we're being hit from you know a tower every you know so and so miles but it, it may just be it, it once we're surrounded 360 degrees by these things at all times you know there's no telling what it, it may be it may be chernobyl 2.0 you know but nobody Whoa. sees it coming you know the even even the people at chernobyl knew that that nuclear reactor um could you know, go nuclear, yeah, go nuclear and, and uh, radiate the entire place. But no one's expecting it with the three or the 5G network. But it's just as dangerous, if not more, because because it's going to be all over the entire country. OK, because so, I know some people blamed the, the current pandemic on some connection to the towers. I haven't really read into the theories, but, you know, I, I actually have a friend who works on these uh, towers and she's pretty informed about 5G um, and what its potential is, both good and bad. Um, her name's Sarah Sampson, and uh, I think y'all have heard of her, and I have her waiting on standby here um, remotely, and so she can hop in if yeah, y'all want. Yeah, Sarah, come on the show. Let's school Dr. London on the knowledge he thinks he knows. Because here he is, he's spouting all this, blah, 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 the government tells me to say blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the real stuff. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm open to hear from, you know, another potentially well-informed person and to hear from, you know, the person kind of on the ground, so to speak, who's actually dealing with these towers, which wasn't really the focus of mine. But um, yeah, hello, uh, Miss uh, Sampson. Is it all right if I call you that? Sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're you're welcome. Uh, I'm Dr. London Smith. This is our producer Cameron, and this is uh, Shane Flegg, a a Walgreens employee. Yeah, we actually met at Walgreens. Um, she's one of my best customers. Oh, wow. So, you know, we get to talking from time to time. Uh, we have a lot of the same views, so it's been been interesting. And we both love candy. We do. Wow. We actually connected over Kit Kats. Oh wow! Wow, can't say that about everybody, you know. Yeah. Am I? Am I? Am I detecting a little bit of a? You're saying we connected over Kit Kats. Am I detecting a little bit of a flirtatious vibe here? Yeah, break me off a piece of that. Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I said originally, and it didn't work out. Um, but after months of apologies, um, we kind of got back to at least neutral ground. I think. Yes. And now we're remote friends. And when you say remote friends, because I can see on the video feed here that she she held up a, like a TV remote. 
do you you mailed that back and forth? No, Is that we, what you mean? Um, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, we we mostly just mean like we're distant from each other. Okay, not not remote as in TV remote. Um, although that that is something to think about. I I hadn't I hadn't thought of doing something quirky like that, but maybe I'll. Well, you'd you definitely save a fortune on TV remotes because you only have to buy half the amount that you usually do every year. That's true, and just pay shipping. Yeah, which is hmm. nothing these days. Yeah, Miss um, Miss okay. Sampson, I want to hear from you about these cell towers and how I mean. I, I'm I'm of the belief that all the sores and the oozing that's coming out of my of my skin is probably caused by these cell towers. Yeah, well, I get that too from the cell towers. Do you climb up them often? Well, well, it's not it's not really a climb. It's more of an elevator that I've I've kind of built. It's like a pulley system that my back sort of scrapes up against as I as mm-hmm. I pull. Interesting. Well, I'm a. I'm a tower repair specialist. Oh wow! Three G and below. Oh. Uh, oh. So maybe that's interesting. Maybe that's not so applicable then, because at least from my understanding, well, the l- Doctor Lennon, what you're shutting down our guest immediately. We have a guest on here for five seconds, and you're already saying, "Oh." oh. And and three G three G is actually actually very similar to five G. You just add two more G's. So yes. I mean what she's experiencing right now is just a little bit of what's to come. So, you know, um anything that, that um Sarah that, that you've been experiencing physically that you could talk about that, that you could see, you know, five G amplifying. Yes. I am studying so hard to go to five G school. Because then I can be on the level of all of the 5G repairmen. Okay, that's... Wow. And you're not worried about that? Oh, I'm very worried. They're some of the smartest people I've ever met. I'm sorry, you're studying to go to school, like, as a prerequisite? Yes. Yeah, I'm really, really uh, stressed about it. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And and are are you stressed about the job itself? If you were to pass um, the school and graduate, would would you be worried about the physical effects of five G on your body after seeing what three G and below can do? Well, three G and below changed my life. I found my calling. But five G. Right, but that's more the in, the mental aspect. Yeah, it's done wonders for my mental health. Okay. You know, it makes me wonder if the... So my theory has always been that that 5G and 3G, 4G, what have you, um, they have more of a physical effect from radiation. But after hearing a little more from her, it makes me think that the effects could also be mental perhaps maybe almost a brainwashing effect no offense um you know just for maybe for certain you know i i mean i'm not i'm no conspiracy theorist but the the government does have a a strange way of um let's say pushing its agenda on its people mm-hmm. um since it, since we are in a free country sometimes there are ways um, little loopholes that they can find 
And I'm not saying this is one of them, but after hearing what's being said, so you, well, it just gets it just gets the old noggin rolling a little bit. So you don't, and I think when you when you get down to the bottom line, which is always going to be money, right? That's what it's all about. It's all about this money. Ching 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 ching. Now, if the government is going to brainwash us, they can do it through the old school ways of putting hormones in our milk. Which is very complicated. Milk expires very quickly. Yes. You've got to be able to inject all of those hormones into each and every cow, and that can become a costly process. Wouldn't it make more sense? Is it logical, right? This is logic that they use cell towers. Dr. London, can you speak on the science and the medicine of that? Okay, so I don't really see that cell towers I, I mean, especially Shane, you you said that you don't consider yourself to be a conspiracy theorist, but you also think that these cell towers are potentially um, brainwashing people, which... Well, potentially is the key word here that, that Absolutely. separates me from conspiracy theorists. You see, I'm leaving room. It might be a small amount of room that I'm leaving uh, for myself to be wrong, but nevertheless, it it is some, some room that I'm giving... Um, the other side. I, I I do get what you're saying, you know, um, about the the milk thing and all that. And and but honestly, um, it, it seems like, you know, they've tried. I mean, we all know that they've tried injecting certain things into milk and vaccines Absolutely. and things like that. Trying trying to get um, because you know you've got if you're injecting it into milk well you've got lactose intolerant people if yes. you, if you're putting it in vaccines well you've got the anti-vax movement yes. so what you're trying to do is get it to every person so you're going to have to try lots of ways so there there's a lot of new science quantum science you know they they're they're doing uh, quantum molecular t- injections and these things are so small it, it's easy to get injected but but there's a certain way that they have to be activated these days and and i just have a hunch that the key to that activation is actually 5g waves which we are well we're about to see if i'm right so frankly so you're of the opinion that the government is on a quantum molecular level the government's injecting us with hormones via 5g towers and you also are adamantly not a conspiracy theorist i'm i'm saying that i'm leaving room for myself to be wrong but that's what separates me from conspiracy theorists but i will say that it's all looking it's all looking pretty convincing you're just stating the obvious. And and I'm not saying I'm not saying that the only way that they are injecting us is 5G. That might not even be how we're being injected. It may just be, you know, it may be um a conglomeration, you know, of all these different things like the milk and the vaccinations, but I think that they are tapping into the molecular um the quantum realm. Um that's, you know, we're seeing these high high speed you know colliders uh underground all over the world yep. and um and you know what do you think they're testing you think they're just you know shooting particles at each other for fun no i think they're i think there's a bigger agenda yeah, and it's 5g and dr london yeah. are you familiar with the double slit experiment as part of quantum physics yes yes i'm familiar that it and it's basically when you have two slits and you start 
shooting 5G through the slits. Okay, this is different. And from, if you shoot them from what I and know. if you shoot them fast enough and at the same time one at a time, it's almost like the 5G is splitting itself to go through both slits at the same time. So that's double the brainwashing compared to milk hormones, which is only going to be a glass of milk or maybe some cereal. So I think if you look at the science of it and look at the overall picture, it's not a conspiracy as much as it is like just sort of um, kind of common sense. Okay, Uh, And and as much as I appreciate these opinions, maybe we could just hear from Miss Sampson. Do you have any opinion on any of this? To me, it seems a bit you know, outlandish, but you're studying to go to school for 5Gs. Have you seen this in your repair work? The only thing that I can tell you about 5G, all of you are just thinking so hard about it. 5G is the best. It's way better than 4G and way better than 3G. And I, you asked about my reservations with going into the 5G repairman business, the only reservation I have is all of those guys are so much smarter than me. Oh, wow. I don't know how I keep up. Yeah, that that does sound difficult. I, I would say, you know, maybe they're not, you know, so much smarter than you. I don't know if unless you all took an IQ test or something, but it's, you know, each person has their own strengths. So maybe it's more that, um, in what way do you think they're smarter than you? Every way, except I am better at one thing. I have a great strength. You know, the towers, that's just what I do for my job. My real glorious hobby is gardening. I'm sorry, you say gardening? Yes, it's what my life revolves around. It's why I work on the towers so that I can buy plants. Okay. Wow. So let me ask you this. Um, have you noticed any sort of increase in the growth of your plants since you've been working on the towers as opposed to before? Yes, because you know I bought the plants after I started my job. So they grew. Okay, but have they but so since you planted them, have they grown? Very much from seeds. Right. See, now that's a pattern that I've been seeing uh with plants all over the world. Absolutely. Shane's been talking about this a lot with me lately. Okay, I and sort of how how a lot of this sort of kind of radiation and the, these sort of uh, hormones that are being sort of pulsed through our body cause things to grow at a rate that we've never heard of before. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're seeing people, you know, age from, you know, one to fifty, and you know, just a few, just fifty years, or you know, I mean, you're we're seeing growth, like Cameron said, on a, on another on another level. Well, it's okay. To clarify one thing, I mean the the pop the world for instance the world population next is is approaching eight billion. Um, I mean I mean you know what other time in history have we had almost eight billion people? Never. It, it, it's right. Okay, I so one thing you brought up was um the radiation. So I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but 
radiation from the sun is something that you know helps plants grow they take in that uh the light from the sun and that's one of the their sources of nutrients to grow and so maybe but they didn't yes, use but let, let they me, didn't use let me to just be say that this way. that's a that's a relatively new thing at post i believe the the first iteration of g technology which is from the 1700s well and let me say this it actually ends up balancing itself um, a little bit so you know considering climate change um, and everything you know you you would just assume that you know the the plant growth that we're seeing is just from the sun's radiation but that's not the case because since the ozone layer is depleting um, we're actually the the uv rays are actually killing plants um, more than they were so the radiation from the sun and the uv rays are kind of canceling each other out so that's not where that growth is coming from it's it's coming from somewhere else and the only other place that we're seeing that kind of radiation is from towers and uh well we'll see with the 5g towers you're, you're gonna see how fast it's gonna grow and, and it's not gonna be pretty it's it's not gonna be you know um Oh, uh, you know, my grass grew overnight. It's going to be my grass engulfed my house overnight. Well, if you think about the the cultural impact that would happen if we all suddenly grew by by three or four feet as people, and which is something that that it seems like this cell phone tower technology is pushing for us all to be these like eight, nine, ten foot monster people, and if you imagine. What are we going to have to do when we're that big to keep our bones healthy? We're going to have to drink more milk. That's a good point. That is a good point. And, and, you know, cows as a result will also be much bigger. Let's look at the Um, positive side. So it's going to be great for. So that's true. That, that is a, that is one great positive thing to come out. Large cows. Um, I mean, who doesn't want that more, more meat, more meat, more milk. Granted, we will be needing to consume more individually and our vegetable gardens will grow as big as our house sarah you also believe that this this sort of radiation is going to cause this sort of ultra growth and all that sort of stuff but you just want to look at the bright side of it rather than trying to stop it i haven't seen any giant people or grass or vegetables but i am so excited i cannot wait to grow peppers overnight yeah so what what do you have in your garden? What has grown so far? Well, plants. Lots and lots of plants. Do you want to hear about all of them? Just a few examples. Well, let's just start at the beginning. A very good place to start. I My favorite plant is probably my magnolia plant. Okay, so you've grown magnolia? Yes. I love my pepper plants because I love spicy food. Okay. All right. So are you are you actually putting these peppers and vegetables into your own food? The peppers, it's a game. So whenever I invite people over, I haven't bought a TV. So I say, want to get things spicy? And whenever they say yes, we go out on the porch and both pick a pepper. Oh, so this is like on a date? Wow. 
you say no but they'll usually say yes if you ask like that okay and verbal is binding usually shane has this happened with your interactions with miss samson here the pepper well, eating like i said my first interaction with her did not go extremely well but it was a sim i would say it was in that realm of pickup lines um but it was more to do with Kit Kats because we had just we had just found that we shared that common interest. Um, but but yeah, I I would say my experience has been different with that type of of line than hers apparently. But peppers are spicy, so I do right. see how that so could be a little more relevant. You've tried using that same line. Well, I I I. A similar line, but about Kit Kats rather than peppers. Wait, is it still to break me off a piece of that? Are you still referencing that line? Yes, that's what that's a that's what I said. I I don't like to think of that moment too too often. It sounds like the main moment that you remember. I think about it sometimes. Well, that's the only time that we really had a conversation. The rest of the times have been more of. You know, well, it was a conversation. I mean, I just said, uh, "Well, your your total is so and so," and have a nice day. You know, the kind of thing we were trained to say. Okay. Well, that that. So so it's been going pretty good since since that day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds great. Um, it also sounds like maybe it's a good time to maybe wrap things up. Um, well, I think we can we can sort of wrap up with some conclusions here, Doctor London. Well, so I think I've we've got, we've learned. I'm free for two more hours. Oh, that's great. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I am. Would you be willing to do a lecture? Maybe teach teach Doctor London some things about the positive effects of of what's going on. Oh, I would love that. Wow. Okay, well, we can, yeah, Cameron, you were DJ saying DJ Dylan, do you want to set up your lecture stage in your basement? Say what? All okay. right. All right. I think we've got um, that scheduled. But, but Dr. London, yeah, I think we can, we can draw a couple lessons here that are, that seem to be obvious. One, no shirt, no shoes, no service policies are anti-constitutional and anti-patriotic. And they keep the sores on my body from healing. Two. My sores are caused by a mixture of coronavirus and cell tower technology, which is also the cause of coronavirus. Three, that cell technology grows fruits and vegetables very, very large and makes for large cows. Four, we're all going to grow into super uh, giant people. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that everything? I think you said it beautifully. Those are those are the the points that I remember most from this conversation. Oh, and if you're a true American and a true patriot and you want to go to a convenience store without your shoes, let those babies breathe, without your shirt, let those babies breathe, then head on over to Walgreens, not CVS, stay away from CVS. They are they are disgusting. And they don't sell cigarettes. Nope. Exactly. Okay. Oh, okay. And now from Cameron's video feed, it does look like uh, they finally got his order right at that drive-thru. Um, 
So that is a good place to end it then. Uh, thank you to Shane Flegg. It does. It does taste. I I had ordered the the um, Peter Pan peanut butter pickle protein powder, um, and it does sort of taste that, like that. it sort of tastes like they used uh, a Jif, which is upsetting. But I'm not going to complain. It's still life life uh, changing. It is. I, I love it. I get the crunchy kind, but yeah, it's all right. Well. Thank you to Shane Flegg for being on the show again. Uh, thank you to Sarah Sampson for for your input. Thank you so much for having me. This is the best day of my life. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, thank you to our producer, Cameron. Absolutely. And Shane, do you have anything to plug? Any social media accounts or anything like that? Um, Facebook.com, uh, Shane Flegg. You can find me there. I've got lots of um, lots of wise thoughts. Just kind of you know, you know, late at night when I'm when I'm really thinking and my mind's going. You know, I think, like I said, I'm no prophet, but I am scientifically educated, and um, I do a little bit more of forward thinking. Um, so if you're into that sort of thing, then check out my page. Wow! Wow! Sure. All right. Thank you to Digital in the House. The government's injecting us with hormones via 5G towers. Yes. I'm not saying that the only way that they are injecting us is 5G. That might not even be how we're being injected. Well, and, and 3G 3G is actually, actually very similar to 5G. You just add two more Gs. That's pretty sad. So there, there's a lot of new science, quantum science. You know, they're 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 doing uh, quantum molecular t- injection, and these things are so small, it, it's easy to get injected. But but there's a certain way that they have to be activated these days, and and I just have a hunch that the key to that activation is actually 5G waves, which we are. Well, we're about to see if I'm right. My name is DrLennonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. You awaken to the moans of the injured surrounding you. How many is impossible to tell. For even as you try to focus on one voice, the jumbled chorus of dozens more drown it out. You slowly stagger to your feet, hand to your head as sudden pain prompts your own voice to join the multitude of moans. You must have fallen pretty hard, but as you recall, it was in the process of dodging rather than taking a hit. So you are still in the game. You pick up the ball in front of you and brace yourself for the approaching volley from the opposing team. War is a cruel reality, and dodgeball is the ultimate form of warfare. Speaking of cruel realities and the means by which we escape them, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog podcast, in which you detail the exploits of you and your dodgeball team in action. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Dog podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.